Hello and welcome to Big Creatrix Energy. I'm Gabriella Rosie. If you are watching the video, you can see this is sweet baby Vivian, who apparently has to be included in everything. I am very excited for today's episode because we're doing video, but also because we're talking about how we're all going to, me included, you, all of us are going to commit to making the final six months of 2023 the most creative six months ever. So Most Creative Six Months Ever is a program that I actually ran in the final six months of last year. And we had monthly chats, we caught up with each other, it's kind of like a mastermind experience um, where everybody in it was devoted to making the final, you know, the second half of the year as creative as possible to really allow ourselves to commit to our vision, commit to our projects that we wanted to create and have a community of people to work alongside who are also doing the same thing because I mean, personally, I don't think there's anything more motivating for creatives than just being in and around other creatives because you get to talk with people who get it, who see things the way that you do and are also going through the same kind of struggles on and triumphs as you. It's one of the reasons I absolutely love running my membership, The Creatrix Coven, because that is literally what we speak about. You know, we get to talk about how we're creating things and everything that comes up along the way. And it's just very, very helpful to speak to people who get it. And not that most people don't get it, but most people aren't out here creating things and trying to launch things and yeah, doing different things. So it's nice to be amongst people who have the same or similar kind of goals, right? So what I want to do this year, I contemplated the idea of running Most Creative Six Months Ever Again as a program. But to be honest, part of my Most Creative Six Months Ever and the goals that I've been setting for myself and how I want to, you know, run a lot of my business and a lot of my creative practice is a lot around simplification. And that means, you know, only doing the things that I really, really, really want to do as part of my business and as part of the things to hold myself accountable. And with the all of the things that I have planned for the next six months, I just don't have the capacity that I want to divide up into another program but I still want to share this message of how to you know be excessively creative how to plan out your goals how to plan out your year or half of your year in a way that gives you direction and you are able to get the clarity and you know, force behind the vision that you're creating in a smaller chunk of time. A year for some reason for me just feels like too big to plan for and six months feels like nice and chunky enough that I can give myself direction. So I want to share with you the the model, I guess, of how I'm planning my six months and how I plan it to be the most creative six months ever and really how I'm going to make it happen, how I'm going to make all of these projects come to life in a really, really sustainable way. So instead of running it as a paid program, I want to share literally the, the bones of it in this 
podcast episode and then do updates and you can let me know on Instagram or in the comments of if you're choosing to do this as well and what you're wanting to work on and maybe we can do check-in calls and things like that, check-in episodes even. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. I'm going to give you the breakdown of how you can structure your six months, how you can mindfully distribute your projects so you have a rhythm and you have a flow and it's enough to feel really excited and energized to make things happen but it's not going to leave to overwhelm but what I want to start with first is a cheeky little card pull so today I'm going to pull a card for us out of my creatrix deck because apparently I can't get fucking creatrix (laughs) on enough things um okay so I really, really love these cards. I did gold trim on them and kind of feel like I should put like a metallic trim on the edge of every single card. The whole concept behind this deck specifically is I wanted to make something that I could have in my workspace next to me as I'm creating things and as the inevitable stickiness of projects come up or I'm just not quite sure what move to make next instead of having to try and like scratch my brain and think I need to come up with something genius or whatever wait around for the mood to strike or change I thought it'd be really nice to just create a tool for myself that has all of the things and the messages that really excite me and really motivate me creatively to think differently and to think more in the way that I want to create. I think there are so many stories around how we feel we should be when we create or the kind of identity that we have to take on. This is really quite a rebellious deck and it, for me the, the the themes of it really remind me that creativity extends to everything in my life and I can choose my own ways of doing things and I can choose to just switch my mood, to switch my energy if I am at my desk or you know, sat at the easel and things just aren't flowing the way that I want them to, I can pull a card from this deck and it can help me reframe things or think about things from a fresh angle. And sometimes that's all we need to just be like, okay, let me recenter myself. Let me find inspiration from the card and let me redirect where I'm going and get re-energized to work on what I'm doing. I will absolutely be leaning heavily on this deck over the next six months as I am, you know, propelling my creativity to new heights. Let's pull a card for ourselves today. Okay, we have fail, oh, nope. (laughs) We have, do you see that? It says fail harder, okay? Fail harder. These, I'm not gonna lie, not what I was expecting. Um, But you see how I said it was a little bit of a rebellious deck. What this means to me, especially in light if we're talking about, okay, I wanna really focus on creating all of the things that I wanna make in the next six months. I wanna make these projects come to life in the most beautiful ways that I can imagine them. It is required that I get comfortable with failing harder than I have ever have done before if I also want to succeed harder than I ever have done before because as much as we want to fight it, success and failure really work hand in hand. Like we hear it so much, it's in every like self-help book, whatever, 
but that's usually because it's true, right? When things are cliches, the idea that the willingness to be willing to fail harder than you have done before means that you're not heading towards a finite destination. You're not just trying to get one thing done and you're out of the game. The way I see creativity and expression and how that can differ from other forms of entrepreneurship is we are so deeply invested in the things that we're creating and what we're seeing with them and how we are sharing ourselves. We're not just creating things to put a price tag on them. We're creating things because they truly mean something to us. And we get so much just from the process of creating that thing. We get to become ourselves through the process of creating that thing. And so it's really important that we understand that no one project will complete us. Instead to look at how the completion of one project is going to put us in the perfect position to make the next one and to make the next one. And it's this beautiful continual journey of finding our style, of finding ourselves, of creating ourselves. And along that journey of finding and creating ourselves and having the successes that will come from you showing up and sharing the things that you create, there is also inevitably gonna be so many things that just don't work out the way that you want them to. Things that will just not work, things that will fail, things that will fall flat on their face. And understanding that that is okay. That is the way you figure out how to create things like you and in, in your style. So much of what creative style is, is failing the way other people have done things, failing to complete, you know, the hundred step formula of how something should be done and instead reinventing it and doing it your own way. When we commit to being as creative as possible, there is no way that we can imagine this next six months free from failure. Let this card just be the starting reminder to us that we are gonna fail, things are gonna get messed up, projects are gonna turn out differently to how we envision them now, and that means we are on exactly the right path to create the bigger vision and the next thing. And even that the things we might be disappointed in the way that they turned out might actually have a lot of clues in them to what our style is or how we can create things differently from our own perspective. Let's all just vow to fail harder right now. The cards have told us that's what they want from us. That's how we can embody our full creatrix energy by being like, fuck it. I'm going to go for exactly the version that I can see in my mind. I'm not going to shortchange myself. I'm not going to scale it down. I'm not going to dim myself down. I'm going to aim to do it exactly the way that I want to do it. And it's okay if it doesn't work because what it brought out of you in the attempt to get there brings you closer and closer to where you want to go. Hot. Love that. Love that for us. Okay, so this is my plan for the second half of 2023 and how I'm going to make this my most creative six months ever. Something that I want to say as well is that I actually find it, this is kind of an ironic title for things because if you're in my world and sphere of things, you may have heard me say a billion times already that Creativity is the antithesis of productivity. When we sit down to create something, as much as we might have a clear 
vision for what we want it to be or an idea of the direction we want to make something in, there's no real way to be efficient about creativity because by the very nature of creativity, you're making something that doesn't already exist. You're playing with new ideas. You're taking on different angles to bring something to life, to bring your idea to life, to bring your project to life. And in doing that, it's not going to be an efficient process. You're not able to follow a very clear five-step plan from A to Z to make the thing because you are going to be doing trial and error throughout the process. You are going to be failing throughout the process. It's impossible to prioritize productivity and creativity at the same time. So there is definitely an energy of like, fuck yeah, let's make lots of stuff. Let's have all of these finished projects. Let's take the things that we've just been left dormant in our brains and bring them to life. Absolutely. But that doesn't necessarily mean the same thing as ticking off lots of things on a to-do list. You know when you're really stepping into your creative power and you're really allowing yourself to explore your creative expression, that looks and feels very, very differently to being highly productive. But they do, they can both give you the same excited feeling of progress, of getting yourself closer to where you want to be. And the progress that comes with creativity is gradually refining your ideas over time, gradually refining your style over time. So as I, you know, share the outline of what I'm going to do and what I make available, if you want to follow this strategy for having the most creative six months ever as well, there is definitely, you know, a framework that's going to allow you to have some kind of strategy to bring possibly more projects than you've ever created to life in these six months. But really the whole overarching goal of this isn't just to make shit for the sake of it. If that was the goal, you could probably bang out all of the projects that you have very quickly. Your goal isn't to just make things. Your goal is to make things that look and feel and express and articulate the things that you most want to share. And when we allow ourselves to indulge in just the the joy of playing with our ideas and how fun it can be to test something out in 10 different ways and see which one feels the most fun to us. Playing in that space means that at the end of these six months, we're able to mark our progress and how well we've done at prioritizing creativity for six months, not just by the completed projects, but how clear we feel in our vision, how expressed we feel. My plan for the second half of 2023 and how I'm going to have the most creative six months ever, ever, this is what I'm going to do. My plan is to bring all of the projects that I've been working on behind the scenes to life. Maybe not all of the projects, but a good chunk of them. I would say over the last year, my my completed projects, the things I've had to share, the things I've been able to, you know, put a price tag on if we want to categorize it like that, has been a lot less than previous years. And that has been extremely intentional. I feel like I got to a point with my business and my creativity where it was all working. 
<laughs> like this dream that I've had for so long for like the entire entire previous however many years of my life of being a full-time creative was happening it is happening right and so I had the luxury of being able to step back from you know, really having to prioritize productivity because the truth is if you are in the position or with the desire that you want to turn your creativity and your art into your job, there is going to be a real season of figuring out how that works. 100%. It's just how things go, right? And for me, once I was able to figure that out, I knew that I wanted to recalibrate and take a step away from just producing things to be able to understand, okay, now what do I want to make? Now, what is my next vision for what I want to create in my work? What do I want to create in my business? How does that look? So there has been so much research and, you know, play that I have been really prioritizing behind the scenes. And what I have from that is now a really, really clear vision of the projects that I now just simply need to devote my time and energy to bringing to life. So I have pre-primed myself for this season of six months of just hyper creativity, but you absolutely don't need to do that. You don't need to have a, a one year lead up to this thing. All that you need is an understanding of that list that you probably keep in your head or maybe keep on like a notion template or like a notes tab in your phone of all of the things that you want to make, all of the projects that you want to bring to life, everything that you want to do. Now is the time for you to take those ideas and to make a plan with them so you can hit the ground running with them. So with all of the projects that I am ready to bring to life, some of them are already in progress, there's decks, there's collections, there's ceramics, there's courses, the podcast, there's content, all of these different things and the, you know, mini projects I have within each of those. So the first step is really to take all of those things down, write down all of the projects, everything that you're thinking about doing, compile it in a huge, huge list. I have lists upon lists in my Notion. I love to just have something that I can access from every single one of my devices, no matter where I am, and I can tap into and just edit things, add more things on, um, but just make a really, really simple list of just all of the projects that you want to create, everything that you would like to bring to life. And some of those things are probably going to expand beyond this six months frame. So write everything down so it's just not floating around inside your head and you can see it on paper. And then what I want to do is to take from that list, what are the projects you want to prioritize for this six months period that you can devote your time and your energy to creating in their entirety? in this six months period. And from that list, I want you to distribute those projects over the next six months. And obviously each project is gonna be ranging in complexity and the timeframes that you imagine they're gonna take. But what I find really helpful is is understanding that that mix of complexity in in projects is actually really, really helpful because it gives me the variety so I can feel like I am able to express myself in a bunch of different ways. For me personally, I am probably never going to work on just one project for like six months, a year, plus, plus, plus. 
I am going to want to jump around a few different things. And the beauty is when you have a slightly longer time frame of six months, you're able to make space for a bunch of different projects that you can hop between, but also complete them, complete those projects and have them as things that you can share with other people so you can actually benefit from the progress of them. Because something that I found when I have been less structured in my approach to creativity is I give myself unlimited freedom and it means that not much actually ends up getting finished and not much progress actually ends up getting made. And again, not in the sense of productivity, but in the sense of I don't get to express myself properly. I don't get to explore my ideas the way that I really, really want to if I haven't given myself the structure to be creatively free within. And I find having an overview of the projects that I want to work on really allows me to play in the freedom of okay, now I know the things that I want to do. Where can I direct my energy this month, this week, this day? And I can hop between those projects. So with the big list of the projects that you want to work on over the next six months, you're going to want to break those down into monthly. So what are you going to prioritize your creative workload on each month? And this is going to be different for everybody, but I recommend choosing only one to three projects per month. So you have like a good juicy chunk of time to focus on them. And some of the projects are absolutely going to take you six months or three months or whatever to complete. You don't necessarily have to start and finish the project in that same month, but having this understanding of what your focus is and what you're going to prioritize means that you're going to be more likely to actually finish that thing. And it also means that you don't have to waste your mental energy thinking on a project that you're not going to start actually proactively working on for another four months. And we're able to just direct our focus, direct our energy. And I find that is crucial in actually finishing things. So pick one to three projects that you're going to prioritize for each month. And what I really want us to do here is to allow for flexibility, allow yourself to feel into your creative energy and give yourself space to work on a few different things and to not be entirely rushed that you have to force yourself to to do something that you might not be feeling like on every single day. So for me, that can look like a mix of projects that I'll be working on with my hands. So that might be painting or it might be ceramics. And then also projects that I'll be working on entirely digitally. And that way, you know, when I wake up each day and I'm feeling like I just want to sit at my desk and I want to just be in the zone, then I can do that because I have projects that I have dedicated that month to working on. Or if there's a day when I'm like, I just want to throw some clay around. I want to be like in the paints. I want to be feeling things. Then I also have a project that I can tap into that kind of energy as well. So giving yourself that scope of your creative expression means that you're not going to feel like you're 
cheating on your ideas by working on something different. You can give yourself the flexibility to be multi-passionate and to want to express yourself in different ways. Another thing that is really, really helpful about breaking these projects down into what you're going to focus on each month is, yeah, it gives you the flexibility to move between things, but it also lights a little bit of fire under your ass and I think that is what we all need as creatives. Having the motivation to really create things and to complete things is powerful and the way that that really works well for me is when I structure my projects in this kind of scattered way. So once I finished this project, then I can start working on this next one. And especially for me, when I get like 80% finished with a project, that's when my energy starts to kind of wane with it. And I've spoken to enough other creatives to know that that's kind of common. So what can be really helpful is having the next project really lined up because we tend to have this fresher energy when we're coming into a new project. So you can use the enticing new project that you're going to work on once you finish this one as a motivation to get past that last little hurdle of finishing something. So the way you actually stagger your projects can be motivation and it can also be excellent for marketing strategy and how you're sharing things because we want the projects to lead on naturally and organically to each other. So we're bringing people along the journey as well. Something that I think is really, really helpful with setting plans and setting goals for yourself of working through different projects is having monthly little check-ins with yourself of how you're going. So you're going to be doing this big overview plan right now of how you want to, you know, plan out the flow of your six months and the flow of the projects in that time. But it's very, very easy to forget you've even done this a couple of months down the road. So I want you to also put in your calendar a day at the end start of the month where you're going to go to a coffee shop, pull out your list, pull out your progress and see how you're going. See if you're on track. Literally just have a cute little, little meeting with yourself and be like, okay, how's the progress going? What do I need to adjust? What do I want to do differently this month? And just recalibrate, reset yourself so you can figure out how you're going on the journey. Like, are you coming up with a certain type of speed bump that you can get assistance with? Is this project just not working and you want to scrap it, change it, adjust things? Do you want to switch the order of things? Just having that time to actually sit down with yourself and switch up your plan. Let your plan evolve. Allow yourself to actually have that flexibility with how you work through your creative projects. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. I literally just go to the coffee shop with my laptop and like look at my projects. What's the progress like? What things are working? What things haven't been working this month? And how am I going to do things differently? Really the whole goal, the whole plan with setting yourself up for your most creative six months ever is to develop a new rhythm a rhythm for working, a rhythm for creating that suits where you are at now, that allows you to position yourself to create the things that you really, really want to create, that you really want to be doing, and allows you time and space to explore your expression in different ways that you may not have been prioritizing for the past six months or ever. 
And for me, it really is about finding this new rhythm and being intentional about it and setting myself up with a plan and the structure for my creativity that will allow me to be free and to be expressive within that. Because I think something that really slows a lot of creatives down from really being able to express themselves in the way that they want is thinking that creative expression is this thing that is only ever free flowing and that can't have any rules or can't have any boundaries in it. When actually what I've found is the things that allow me to be the most expressive are when I clearly defined the parameters for myself of when I tell myself, this is what I want to create. This is the time frame that I want to create it. And having that clear and direct vision gives me a channel for me to direct my creative energy. If I just say, you can just create anything, just make something, I probably aren't going to get much done. I'm probably not even going to spend much time creating things. Whereas when I'm able to really sit with myself and look at the projects that I want to do and lay them all out and give myself a little bit of an action plan to work from. Then I'm like jumping out of bed in the morning. I'm like, yes, this is what I'm working on today. I can feel it coming together. This is the progress I made in it yesterday. I'm so glad to do this thing today. Like you give yourself direction and you give your energy, your creative energy, a place to go. And that is hugely powerful to not only your creative momentum and output, but also just for your enjoyment, your enjoyment of the creative process. So it's very, very powerful to explore and understand your own rhythm of creativity and to give yourself a framework to create the things that you really, really want to create. This isn't following somebody else's ideas of what you should be creating or being stuck in this structure that's imposed by someone else. You get to design it entirely for yourself, based entirely on your own goals around your creativity, around your expression, around how you want to feel, what you want to explore. It is up to you. And that is the most fun and freeing part of it. And I think when we understand oh, I get to set things up that actually help me be more creatively expressive and these structures allow me to share my work and produce my work in the way that is way, way beyond what I would create if I just did it all willy-nilly and was just waiting for the right moment to strike. It's probably never going to happen if that is the approach. Whereas if you let yourself really be brave enough to have the big vision that you have and to write the projects down that you really want to do and be fucking bold enough to fail at them or to not get them right but to understand that you are on the journey of making them happen of making them real and enjoying it getting to enjoy how these things come together And I think when we are able to have an overlook of the projects that we are working on um, over a chunk of time, we can really prioritize increasing our output, increasing our creative output in a sustainable way of understanding I don't actually have to get all of this done in a week. I do have time. I can pace myself. I can take breaks. I can go all in on days that I want to because you have that larger time frame to work from. So 
The whole idea with most creative six months ever is to have some framework, but to keep that very, very simple. Allow the strategy to be something that supports you so you can actually follow it and you can actually be creative and find new ways to express yourself. I am very, very excited to be exploring my own creative expression, to bring all of the projects that I have planned to life over these next six months. I will be sharing with them them all with you and I'm very, very excited about new ways that I'm going to be doing that, about the new projects I'm going to be creating, literally how I am living my most creative six months ever. And let me know if you are committing to your own most creative six months ever, drop me a DM on Instagram, write in the comments below, let me know and that way we can support each other and hype each other on. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I'll speak to you very soon. Remember, you can be, do and have anything and everything that you desire. I'll speak to you in the next one. Bye.